When they told me that you were booked, I was like, that is so cool. Yeah. We've got Lance Armstrong to come here. Uh, the first man on the moon. Exactly. <laughs> I never really got a big rush out of winning the Tour de France. Oh, come on. What I got a rush out of was trying to win the Tour de France. You're looking, you're looking all hell. Little what? Hell. What's that mean? What are you from Texas? Hell means healthy. Oh, well, healthy. Yeah, I'm, I feel healthy. You look it. Yeah. You look. Uh, yeah. How old are you now? Fifty-two. Do you remember when you came to my show in Austin with Cheryl? <laughs> you and Cheryl came to an, a stand-up show I did in Austin. Yeah. Where was that? Maybe at the uh, Paramount or something. Maybe. I don't. I don't know the theaters. I mean, I I know them when I'm there, but like right, you know, right. so, exactly something the, just like alley, that. Is yeah, that a, yeah. a nice theater in downtown? Yeah, it's right down right on Congress. Yeah, yeah. What do you, What do you have to drink, Lance? Uh, I'm having a little vodka soda. I mean, I know you're just a body is my temple kind of guy. Yeah, right. So I, I mean, but <laughs> what is that? Water? What? What is that? That's just soda. Yeah. Um, you don't drink. You know. That's a sore point. I mean, I'd love to drink. I love liquor. Liquor, I never had a bad thing to say about liquor. But you know what? You just can't do it at 67. Right, it gets harder. It's your 67 now? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Is that a wow? Are you still alive? <laughs> or um, I think you're doing great for 67. Yeah, I do too. I, you know. Uh, it only goes one way. Is the problem is that that trend of right. things getting worse and lower to the ground yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. uh weaker yeah. and but what do you what do you, what is the alternative nothing not good yeah so it's not good i mean you're somebody who obviously faced death because of your ball right yeah the bat one bad one all it takes is one i hear by the way 27 years ago crazy to think talking about this, this whole year I've been just sort of thinking about time and the passage of time and just like as you time stamp certain events in your life, like I could, like I just time stamped one. I just said I was diagnosed right. 27 years ago, right. right? I could time stamp, you know, the first Tour de France, which was 24 years ago. Right? I do it compulsively. Or, you know, uh, the yeah. birth of a child or, and, right. but it doesn't matter if it's, you know, five, 10, 20 years ago, we all have the same reaction, I find, at least I do, and I think many others do as well, is that, wow, that feels like yesterday. Well, now, you know, if it's a year ago and you say it feels like yesterday, you feel like, cool, we're moving slow. But if it's 27 years ago and you can say, wow, that feels like yesterday, or 20 years ago, or this year, you know, I, the thing that really got me thinking about this was this year last january was the 10-year anniversary of doing an interview with oprah oh and so many people and it was you know for whatever reason i remember it yeah right so do i so it was I, one of those so and, wow. but it, it, it made news again because it was the 10-year anniversary and so many people would say to me wow it's already been 10 years that feels like yesterday and i, I pretty much spent the whole year thinking about that just like fuck because they're right it does to me at least it feels like yesterday 
but the bigger well that was a big whooping you took yeah it was but but the bigger thing is <laughs> but does, does that mean that 10 years from now is going to feel like tomorrow so it you know I, I don't know it's just a weird thing i obsessed over this year but and yes it was a whipping i remember my my this buddy of mine i won't say who when he, he told me this story once he he got what are his initials I'm no. just kidding. <laughs> he got engaged to this girl. Mm-hmm. Like we were young comedians and, you know, you'd meet somebody on the road and, you know, we were lonely. So, you know, it was love. And and then he realized he couldn't go through with it. And he said he had to break up with her in front of her family. He had to fly to whatever this city was and, that's, and do it that way, which was the stand-up thing mm-hmm. to do. But with her and her family both there at the same in the living room. And I thought... That's, that was kind of like your Oprah thing on the level of difficulty, degree of difficulty, you know, to endure. When I saw the docu- documentary, mm-hmm. I don't know what year that was. It wasn't that long ago. The 30 for 30? Probably that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a couple, probably three a year or four years ago. Right. Okay. So I texted... Oh, sounds like I'm name dropping, but I know that we're, we're not we're not the greatest buddies in the world, but we like each other. We're friendly. I think he's fantastic, Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. So I texted him. I said, Evans, if you are not playing Lance Armstrong in the next five years, you should fire your agent because this story, I really think, is like, mm-hmm. and he, I think he would be great doing you. Mm-hmm. He's the right age, can cover the early and the late. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and and I was like a story. It was very sympathetic to you. I came away thinking, wow, you know, this is a guy who kind of got sacrificed on the altar of America just wants a winner. It's like so important to when they do surveys about America, it's always very important that we're number one. And then they ask them, what do you think we are in like, you know, child mortality? One, it's like we're 82, <laughs> you know, we're behind like Slovenia and shit. Um, but I felt like that's what this story is. Like they just pushed a guy and then punished him for it. Um, when everybody was doing it, it's just, it's it's just a great story. I don't know why somebody doesn't make this movie. Yeah. Well, they have made, they've made several documentaries. They have made a feature. That's not, that's not this, but they've made a feature film that Ben Foster played me. Oh, I, they did? Yep. Who, it didn't, you know, he, he, you can talk to Ben about it. I really... He's good. I re, uh, yeah, love him. Groot and Groot. I was not obviously not involved in that portrayal, but well, I... What movie is this? Um, it was called The Program. Um, so, but... And it's specifically your story? Absolutely. But right. it's not like a, a Ramona Clay of... Yes, it is. So it's not actually, they use a different name. No, they do not. Oh, oh so it's actually. Yeah. And what, what would you say the theme of it was? Did they, was it just, because if, if they got the theme wrong, then it, it's not going to work. No, they, look, the, the, look, I, I've, I've led a really interesting and complicated life. And there's, there's uh, a whole lot of this shit that's true. And, and amidst all of the fallout and all of the stories and documentaries and articles and interviews that people were doing and just this mad rush to capture the story, you know, as, as is a lot of it is true. There's also a lot that's just not true. Right. And so, um, but it just depends which, which view you want to take of it, but it, it's, 
yeah, it was a messy. Uh, but even the part that I know is true, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think America isn't either. Mm. You know, you're, some people get canceled and they go away. And some people get canceled and they come back because people are like, yeah, you know what? It's always fun to cancel someone at the time, but then you think about it and you're like, oh, yeah. And they kind of like come around to the point, the, the theme I'm saying mm-hmm. should be the theme of the movie. It should not just. Well, that's, yeah, we can talk about that. Or well, somebody can talk about that. I'm just an idea man. You I'm and not, I are I'm, not going to be. A, I, and by the way, I. I, I somebody uh, will hear it, hopefully. I, I, I was. Make that it's movie. funny enough, I was, as you probably know this, but. Uh, uh, watched you for many many years and so anything anything you do i i sort of pay attention to and i i saw that you were doing this hour-long special with jake tapper on cnn probably oh, yeah. probably nine months ago right in this room uh exactly and <laughs> and i said well i said well i'm you know i love bill Maher. I said, i'm gonna watch yeah. that so i'm uh, uh my wife and i aren't sitting there watching it and well, you know, all of a sudden this, the notion or the idea in and around cancel culture comes up oh. and I get a shout out. I said, Oh, really? From him or me? From you. Oh, good. I appreciated that. What but, was the context exactly? Uh, it, well, Derek was just asking about all of these things in society now, whether it's the definition of woke or... Yeah, but how'd your name come up? Uh, it, well, he asked you about cancel culture, and you said, look, I think it's uh, to the effect of I think it's gone too far. And you said, for example, look at Lance Armstrong. And I really like Lance Armstrong. That's what you said. I do. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, I, and, but, but by the way, nobody tipped me. I wouldn't invite me, you here if I didn't like nobody you. Nobody tipped me off. I'm just sitting at home watching with my wife. Right. Struggling through these fucking long commercials that they have on CNN. And... You drop that, and I was. I looked at my wife, and I was like, "Yeah, it's nice. It's nice when it happens positively. I've also had it happen to me. Of course, where negatively. I'm watching TV. Yeah. It happened twice last year. Two shows where I was. It's scripted shows where there's a <laughs> fucking insult. Yeah, uh, and so you're like in bed, like, oh, I watch this light frothy comedy. This will put me to sleep. Yeah. And you're watching, and then and, and, and Bill Maher, <laughs> like, what? Yeah, yeah, that can happen. I, uh, not that I'm complaining uh, wh- wh- about Whether I life. like to admit it or not, because I've been at the crosshairs of 60 Minutes twice now, but I, but nonetheless, I love the show. I love, I love, I, I, I like 60 Minutes. So I not, you know, if I can't watch it, I'll DVR it, but this is to your point. And so not this Sunday, but the Sunday previously, they had, you know, one of the features was on doping and horse racing, right? Yeah. You followed all this stuff with, yes. with, uh, with all of that and so i'm 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 watching this this is exactly what you just said and i'm like i have a feeling i'm gonna get brought into this i'm <laughs> yeah. not a fucking horse right i've never been to a horse race <laughs> right and they're talking and they and they're going after these guys the trainers of the horses everything else and then they get to this point and they said and they're even giving these horses the same drug that Lance Armstrong took. Next thing you know, the entire screen is me on a bike. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, I got two legs, they got four. Right. Like, I don't know shit about horses. It's like, it's like when somebody in the Me Too thing would do some very minor thing and then they'd put their picture right next to Harvey Weinstein. You know, like, Me Too, out of control. And yeah. 
That's so funny, though. I mean, not to you. It was terrible probably at the time, but yeah. No, you you uh, <laughs> you survived it, though. I like to you think know? so. No, you did. And yeah, and I knew I was going to survive. So it. who who is the who is the greatest horse race, the greatest horse ever in racing? Is there such a thing like in this? cycling, racing, horse racing? Like who's the greatest horse? <laughs> I don't know, Secretariat or something. Secretariat. Yeah. Wouldn't it be amazing if, if he, he had one ball? <laughs> uh, that, that, yeah, that'd be amazing. I don't <laughs> You're fine now, right? I mean, you, you, yep. even though they said that you had Look, such a low chance of survival. And, yeah. I, and I, it never, ever came back. No, not yet. And I had, you know, I always, not that, that frightening, really, it about is the human body. I, I had my first, this is, this is, I, look, I never, I never, think about cancer i never worry about cancer i never worry about a secondary i never do and i don't know if that's good or bad but i it just doesn't cross my mind um i do regular health checks just like everybody does but i, I did get this was the weirdest thing i mean not the weirdest but this was the closest i've been i been like oh fuck i got my first colonoscopy like three weeks ago mm -hmm. and and i'm you know i'm 52 so i'm already sort of past the time of when I think now they say, especially with my history, I probably should have started at 45. But, I, and, you know, everybody talks shit about, literally, about colonoscopies. For and, a very good reason. And, and, and I was like, you know, outside of the prep, which is the worst part, I'm like, God, I was a little nervous about it. But it, it went fine, it went great, it totally clear. Nervous about them finding something or yeah, nervous about I, liking a thing up your ass? <laughs> The, the, well, you as right. you know, that part no, you don't even know is going on. I mean, I, I got well, the, I got the, I got the I mean, uh, what do you call but it? But here's the thing, like everything in medicine, it, it, there, there is not a uniformity in the idea that that is the best way to... I agree. Uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of data out there or a lot of uh, research out there. I mean, look at if you just, you mean you're talking about whether or not colonoscopies are effective it, or whether we well, should. Well, they're, they're effective, but maybe right. there's a way that's less invasive. Right. I mean, once in a while, I mean, they say it's better because, like, if they see a polyp or oh, something, mm -hmm. they clip it they and right then it there. doesn't. Okay. Um, but compare us to Europeans, right? So Americans and Western Europeans are largely similar. Right. What is the percentage of Western Europeans that get colonoscopies at the age of 50? Very low. Right. So there, it, there is another view and another approach to this. Nonetheless, I'm not Western European and I fucking <laughs> did, and, 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 I, and I went and, and did they, it. And they give you a little propofol. They it, put anything up was, your ass. Man, it's, it's, fucking put a bicycle up your ass, You could have drove, that... drove Chris Case's truck up my ass. That, I wouldn't have known it. That's a... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's something I I think I I'm not going to do anymore. But I might. But I mean, no, because I, some of these things. First of all, I do think we overtest in this country. Not that testing isn't a, a tool we should have, but um, I think some that colo I forget what it's called. Something where you send your shit away in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> and they, I, yeah. I, I was telling yeah. William Shatner here. I said once in a while they should put a diamond in there, just so that people are open shit all day are like, right. oh, once in a, it could, it right. just could happen. Yeah, anything. It's, so, uh, I th if that's like ninety-eight percent as effective, I'm always looking for the thing that's not invasive and not 
like, you know, body parts, they're kind of like only good in their in the original, you know, packaging. Right. I mean, you they do transplants, and you know, it's an issue obviously with trans. You know, we right. we have some of these things are irreversible and they're very severe, and the issue I keep raising that no one else seems to be interested in is that they, of course, have very, very serious health repercussions, mm -hmm. as any surgery does, mm -hmm. even minor surgery. You know, you're only made of flesh and blood, and little tears cause bigger problems, and you know what I mean? That right. It's all holistic. The downstream stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm sure you're, yeah. as I know, you're crazy knowledgeable about health from... Uh, well, I don't want to oversell it, but <laughs> yeah, no. But don't you agree with <laughs> I'm not that? A doctor. That the body does work holistically. Like anything, anywhere affects yeah. everything everywhere. But, uh, I would yes, but that's not how Western medicine approaches us. They approach us specialists. I deal yeah. with the kidneys yeah. as if they're not connected to everything else. Yeah, inside the body. Yeah, I'm yeah. guessing you have some doctor on your staff who thinks that way. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, I have a doctor. I don't. I don't have a doctor on staff. I fucking Bill. You only Mark. have. You only have one doctor. You know, it's. Um, yeah, I have one. And we just moved back to Austin, so it's you, when you move, move full time somewhere and up, you know, put your family at a different place. You got to kind of start over, right? You get a new doctor. You get a right. new dentist. You get a new right. I don't know, guy that washes your car. You get you get all kinds of new shit. But um, yeah, I I got a new doctor. That's who made me get the colonoscopy. <laughs> oh, I would think you would have a team of... No. Because you're an elite, world-class athlete. Yeah, was. I mean, was. I know, but, okay, but that, they can never take that away from you, by the way. Right. They, yeah, they, of course. They, but you don't, need the, you don't need the kind of following. I'm like a recreational athlete now, Bill. No, I'm just talking about your health profile. Like, most people don't get to... I mean, especially that sport you chose, which has got to be the, the worst one ever. It's a hard one. <laughs> It's just, it's just, I mean, it's I a, remember riding my bike up a hill, like, when I was yeah. a kid, and it was just obnoxious, yeah. and I was a kid, yeah. you know. <laughs> here's the good, here's the good news, is they now have e-bikes. This is, you, I think you're, you're, like, perfect for an e-bike. E-bike? Yeah, but like an electric bike, pedal assist, so you pedal, and it's just giving you a little help. You'd, be, now, you'd love it. Oh, I, 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 like, I, I drove here. I have I one. I saw all these hills around here. I have one of those. Somebody gave me one. There's no, it's not, a, it's not a convenient place to ride a bike around. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's residential and yeah. there's cars yeah. and people on their phone. Yeah, it's just it's not worth the. It didn't bring me any pleasure. It didn't spark joy, uh, as she says. Like of all, it's like picking of all the medical fields, being a proctologist. You know, why would you? You could be looking at any parts of the body, but no, I'm going to take that. Why well, you biking? Could, because you could pick other. I mean, other sports. You certainly are. must have been good at football, baseball. No, I sucked. Oh, oh ter real? absolutely terrible. Like I said, you probably were terrible at the other sports. Yeah. <laughs> they all involve balls. Are you seeing the theme here? Right, the ball. Of the, anything ball related. <laughs> oh, I, I, I struggled. Honest to God, I struggled. Oh, oh, Lance. I, I struggled. You remember? This That's is funny. I, I was, and I just watched the Blackberry documentary the other day, and it was just hit really close to home because I loved, of course, everybody carries an iPhone now, but I loved the BlackBerry. Did you have a BlackBerry? I did, yes. Okay. so And, just, and they're back. 
just follow me here. So, <laughs> and, and so I watched this documentary. It was hard to watch, and um, but I loved my BlackBerry, and and uh, but it, it, at a moment in time, they went from having that wheel on the side to that little ball in the middle where you could sort yeah. of navigate. I remember that. And ball. I hated I hated the ball. And so, and Jim Bazili, the one of the founders there, uh, I, I I sent him a note. and I said, you know, I've 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 always been better with wheels than balls. Right. <laughs> And so, yeah, okay. and sort of pleading him to bring back that little wheel on the side, which of course he didn't do. But um, no, I, I was I wasn't traditional American sports, right? The Big Five, the, as they are known as. I was I sucked. I have no. I don't have great speed. I don't have great coordination in terms of side to side, and I don't have actually great uh, hand eye coordination. And so I didn't, and even as a kid, a young kid in Texas, I didn't play, I, I played those sports at a very young age and just wasn't good. And I said, told my mom, I said, this, this isn't that fun. And so. Right. I mean, I think the thing that you're better at is the mental part. The mental and the endurance part. Which comes from the mental part. I mean, yep, everybody, does. everybody hurts yep. and you just can stand it yeah. a little while yeah. longer, right? Yeah. And actually enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> you get into the pain. I love it. It's, it, it I, I, listen, I go out by myself mostly now, so I can, I can, I can. Are you still ride your bike all the time? <laughs> I have my bike here in Los Angeles. I'm riding it tomorrow morning. How far do you go? Oh God, the, 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 these guys were asking me earlier. I said it's not about the distance, right? Everybody says. Well, and maybe people do care about distance. I personally care. We're, we're in Los Angeles. You all, you all you have to do is start heading up any of these canyons, and you're getting vertical feet. You're climbing. So all I really care about is what I call, I refer to as total vert for the day. So if I can go out and ride three thousand, climb three thousand feet, you might only ride fifteen miles. Who gives a shit? It's better than going and riding forty miles in Florida on a flat road. It is. Following me? <laughs> I, I mean, it's just so. All of a sudden, I mean, you I just kind of glaze over. No, I, I'm what, just. What, I, what is he I talking about? I think of myself as somebody who stays in shape. I mean, it's very important to me. For 67. Yeah, for, for absolutely. But that's it. I mean, you, you're not going to like do everything you, you did. Yeah. But I still can play basketball games and, you know, yeah. work out in the gym. And, um, but it's just, it's just, there is just a quantum difference with elite level athletes and yeah. what they put into it and what they can get out of it. Yep. You know. Yeah. Um well keep in mind, I mean I'm I'm I mean I'm long past at fifty two I don't Oh long. <laughs> that's yeah. not that's not the issue. Yeah. No one no one's saying, but it's very no one's trying to get you to make a comeback here. No, thank God. That was um, the, the first time I did that. We we saw how that worked out, right? Um but uh, it, it, everything's different. I mean I it, it, I'm I joked that I'm a recreational athlete. I mean, I really am. I go out for fun. I go out for my sanity. I go out, I call it therapy. You know, the thing that comedians have over musicians and athletes is um, probably the greatest thrills they'll ever have happen when they're young. Mm -hmm. And not, not necessarily just the, the way it is. Athletes have that. Athletes You're correct. and musicians, usually. Yep. And comedians, no. It's not yep. always that way. Right. You have a good time at 67. Yeah. Better than ever. But. That was another one of my. But that high that you get. Right. right. I mean, that, I don't know if I ever 
knew a high that high, you know, right. where you're like, you win the Super Bowl, you win the Tour de France. I mean, that's got and, to and, be. And, and it's funny, I think about that. I mean, I, and I speak to it a lot. It's like a drug. I, I didn't, um, I was, I never really got a big rush out of winning the Tour de France. Really? Oh, come on. No. <laughs> come on. Hear me out. Hear me out. What I got a rush out of was trying to win the Tour de France. So the process of da the daily grind. Where I, and again, I don't, I don't like being around a million people on a mountainside in France. As much as I love France, as much as I love riding those mountains, I don't like people being on my mountain. So if I'm there all alone running this process, preparing to do a job that I'm paid and expected to do, I love that. But when I get there and all these people are there and, uh, you know, and it's just absolute pandemonium and the race finally finishes in Paris, I'm like, all right, well, let's get out of here because we'll celebrate with some, a small group of friends and then get ready to start running the process. Like, I loved that part. I find it hard to believe. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. As, I find as, it. As, as you were, I'm trying so hard yeah. to, to, to believe that there isn't like just yeah. beyond immense satisfaction in winning. But, winning is good, especially when, you know what's great about it? Because the other people in the race, they're all trying to win, but you did it better than them yeah. in this whole winning thing. Yeah. So you won. I don't know. Maybe that's too yeah. Western of yeah, me. Win, but win, I, winning, winning was, yeah. It would have... If you compare and contrast winning versus losing, you know, the, not that I felt what it was like to lose, but it would have been exponentially worse. Right. Winning is everything. Losing is nothing when you're in a sporting event. Not in life. You know, life is an ebb and flow, I think, of winning and losing. And sometimes the losing is good for you or you need it yeah. or it teaches you something that saves you much greater pain in the future. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Ideally. Ideally. But not in the big game. <laughs> you just want to win it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. It, it's almost harder to come close, I would imagine. Right. Which uh, never, uh, you know, the, those. And the, not the, win. The, those years didn't happen. I guess there was, there was one year it was close, but. Um, were, were there were years when you, were, you didn't win, but you were close to winning? There, no, there was, well, yeah, of course. I mean, when I, because I did come back in, oh, what, 2009, 2010. So 2009, I got third. But there were years as I was right. in this run of seven uh, that I was close to losing. Right? So 2003, I barely won. Uh, all the other years. But what did you feel when you came in third? It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> it was like, it was like worse than if, if you were just not even in the pack. Oh, I should have just, yeah. Yeah. That would have Never been easier been to take. Yeah, no, no part more of it. No, no, no part of it was. Good. Yeah, it's got to be tough. I shouldn't to be have like, been there. To be like the third best person in the whole world at something, and it's still like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sucked. That's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Club Random is brought to you by the audio marketing gurus at Radioactive Media. Can you believe that the year is almost over? What are you going to do to make your business crush it in the new year? Now it's time to give your business the edge by embracing new mediums to drive up sales and acquire customers by partnering with shows like mine. You can enjoy lower CPMs, elevating your brand in a space away from your competition. Generate up to nine times more leads by combining the power of audio and video channels 
with text messaging and generate an ROI as high as five, six, or seven to one. The best way to achieve these goals is through the team at Radioactive Media. They create national campaigns on podcasts, terrestrial, satellite, and streaming radio. Radioactive Media has been an awesome partner to Club Random since the beginning. Radioactive believes so much in the power of audio marketing, they put their money where their mouths are by advertising on this show, right here, right now. Radioactive Media has an exclusive deal to promote your product on, or service on Club Random with me and save up to 50%. To find out all the details along with a few Club Random goodies thrown in, contact Radioactive Media. Go to RadioactiveMedia.com or text the word RANDOM to 511-511. Discover how audio marketing can surpass your current strategies with new and innovative ways that sound better. Go to RadioactiveMedia.com or text RANDOM to 511-511. Text RANDOM to 511-511 today to save up to 50% in 2024. Terms, conditions, message, and data rates may apply. PrizePix is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America that's the easiest and most exciting way to play. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. With the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of threes made plus receptions. And if you want to play alongside some of Prize Pick's favorite players, like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz, you can now find community plays under the Promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. I love Prize Picks so much, I'm going to use my winnings from Prize Picks to buy new chairs for Club Random. Go to prizepicks.com slash random and use code random for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. You know, they must give you some sort of a trinket yeah. when you win. Yeah. And where do you, you have them in your house and um you have them no we we there there've there've been times that they were it just depends which house we so they don't take back the statue do they so there's so what you get for winning the tour de france is you obviously get the final yellow jersey which you stand on the podium with and you get right. you get a really cool trophy that's a uh that's a limoges uh trophy it's it's beautiful it's been the same trophy you know forever and you know, they make a new one every year. Uh, so no, I have uh, all seven of those jerseys and all seven of those trophies. Nobody, nobody will. No, came. Th I mean, they could, but they can't take away the reality that you actually won the race. <laughs> that they can't take away. They can't take away well, time. But 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 this is Bill. This is where I struggle. And and look, we all know. Everybody knows the story, right? And and um, but but the reality is. The Tour de France is, 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 it's like, you know, the World Series, the Super exactly. Bowl, the Olympic yeah. Games. What, what, do, what do all of these uh, events always have? They always have a winner. 
They always have a winner. And um, and if somebody, you know, got disqualified or whatever, well, then they promote somebody else because events like Wimbledon, uh, you name it, they have to have a winner. And so to take an event, and I, I really am advocating for the beauty of the race, to, to have an event like the Tour de France, which is one of the most iconic sporting events in the world, and just say, we don't have a winner, number one. Number two, nobody stood up and said, I deserve to be the winner because I didn't do shit. Then those, in my mind, those don't align, right? If, if it was your local tiddlywinks competition and you want and, and, and you want to you know put a line through somebody's name on Wikipedia that's fine I mean nobody cares about that but it isn't it's the Tour de France right and and yeah. for no one to so you know to your question or to your point yeah no none of my rivals came and said hey give me the trophy well the th here's the thing for me about so they're still there about sports <laughs> yes is that you know Pete Rose, okay, they don't, we'll never let him in the Hall of Fame, I guess. But they can't take away the hits. He actually got more hits than anybody else, and everybody knows it. So it's to me, that one, for I know he wants that, but to me it's superfluous because, again, the numbers. I did a thing last year on my show about Nepple babies, and the point was <laughs> that there's one thing I trust in a world where I trust almost no other institutions anymore, and that's sports. Mm. And the thing with the Nepo babies is there are children of uh, sports figures who play. You know, happens all the time. Right. But not because they're the kid, because they're good. Mm -hmm. If they weren't good, you know, I think I used the example, but there's many Doc Rivers kid plays in the NBA, but not because he's Doc's kid. Right. And LeBron James has a kid who he wants to play, and it's just a great feel-good story. Now, he might play because he's okay. LeBron's kid. No. You're, Never. You're absolutely right. Even LeBron James wouldn't yeah. allow it. Yeah, good point. They. That's the thing about yeah. sports. I don't trust lots of things. <laughs> the government and juries and like right. everything else. And Nepo babies, yes, they even took over modeling. But sports, I know... Those are the best people they can possibly right. find. Okay. And when you win, you win. You like and sports? <laughs> what was your first hint? Um, how like would what's I, your favorite sport to watch? Well, I, I, I watch the big three mostly, basketball, baseball, football. Yeah. But I don't even watch baseball during the season. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I was involved with the Mets for uh, 10 years as a minority owner, so that was exciting. That's cool. Um, I grew up in the New York area, so yeah. New Jersey, so I root for the Yankees, the, not the Yankees. I mean, I did as a kid, but they turned me off. Mets, only in baseball, but Jets and Giants, I don't, I don't probably both of them. Um, Knicks, you know, still Knicks. Nets, yes, but Knicks, I mean. Okay. But uh, tennis, yes, I'll watch like the Wimbledon final. Yeah. I mean, that's a great show. I totally agree. Yeah, and the, but that's another sport that you don't watch until the slams. Like, are you watching the, the right. tournament Indian right. Wells? Right. <laughs> and meanwhile, but meanwhile, there's I know twenty thousand people there in the stands, like physically watching. But right. I, I I love watching Grand Slam finals. But uh, Jesus, I couldn't tell you who won 
the Italian Open, my right. life depending on. Right. No, the, I mean soccer is obviously the world's can't, biggest can't, sport, right? Huge, but can't watch it. I can't watch it either. I can't watch it. Or hockey. I, I never hockey was not in my house as a kid. Right. It's not American. Uh, <laughs> it should not be a sport. I also think golf is not really. Whoa, a sp- whoa, whoa, whoa! Time out. No, the time out. What? I love golf. Golf. Is and I love m- hockey. Is more of an insult to lawns than it is oh, a God, sport. Any goes. sport where you can drive to your next opportunity, I don't think is a sport. Chris and Roster, guys, I got to cancel that I tea know. time tomorrow. So I know. Uh, it's an insult to lawns. No, no. The lawns in Bel Air have it's, been insulted. We can't play tomorrow. It's let's uh, just go. Uh, what should we do? Fucking go shoot hoops. I mean, I, no, we're gonna go play golf. I know. It's amazing. I, yeah. I played a little when I was a young teenager. My father and I, I guess he thought that that was our <laughs> good bonding thing. And I remember, uh, so cute, he took his old clubs and sawed so, off yeah. <laughs> to make a child's, you know, yeah. we weren't the Rockefellers. And we would go out and bang it around. And yeah, I, I just, I don't know. There's something about it that I just never... Too much walking and um, not enough action. And, and most courses, actually, you don't even have to walk. They have you should just drive around. No, I'm saying drive dri- around. And, and driving is. I, I just uh, that to me is not sport. Sport like <laughs> driving. I, I I thought that way for many years. Although I know I, I fell in love with yeah, the game. I, know. I, I did. I did. But I only fell in love ten years ago. I fell in love with the game of golf when my world changed and. And, and I didn't, I didn't really well, like And golf was therapeutic? It was very, very, very therapeutic. I, really? I, you know, yeah, because it takes a lot of time. It took up, you know, just, I, was, I knew I was going to have time, and I'm like, Jesus. Have you tried drugs? <laughs> uh, I'm not saying it's better or worse than golf. I'm just saying it's certainly uh, easier. To, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear Snoop quit? I read that headline. I don't. I don't he he I, took it back now. I, I heard there was a little walk back. It, oh, it, it was a promotion. He's promoting a, a fireless <laughs> smoke pit. That's brilliant. I mean, a smokeless fire pit. That's brilliant. It kind of is. Yes. I mean, yeah, you're right. It is a little, little skeezy, but kind of brilliant. Well, it's like when it's him, you just go, ah, oh, you, you punk yeah. this, and it's like adorable. I could see somebody else doing it, and people thinking uh, they didn't like it. Maybe I should try. But he's, like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you and I are too. Um, we're not. We're not cuddly like that. We're we're straightforward. Yeah. So some people are always going to fall away. Yeah. Whereas other people like Snoop, or they're just bigger than life, and they're and getting bigger. It's 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 it's, 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 it's shocking. What is what is Snoop? Just just keep you know you will watch Monday Night Football or whenever it is you know he's there uh, with Stapleton. <laughs> it's like th- this guy just gets it's just it's a fucking Corona commercial with you know sitting. It's just uh, uh, good for him. Yeah, good for him. I I guess I <laughs> I guess this has happened gradually, so I didn't realize it was this tsunami of Snoop mania. But yeah. you know. It's it's uh, interesting when you do watch show figures, the way they some can transition as we all go through life's passages. Yep. Yep. Some can transition and some cannot. Um, you know, some for some people it's like you hit forty, it's like when talkies come in. <laughs> you know, like 
Or you, you, you know what I think you should, I think you should, you should moderate a presidential debate. I think that's a great idea, but the chances of that happening are, are zero. Zero. Are you, yeah, absolutely. Some number less than zero. Are you zero. kidding? I am <laughs> literally the last, and I wear this as a badge of honor, I am literally the last person that they would trust to do that. Right. As you can see. I saw that clip with Cruz the other day. I was obviously. Ted Cruz? Yeah. Oh. Fellow Texan. Yes. The evil Ted Cruz. How how horrible that I even talk to him. This is what I get from some. Yeah, but I, I don't think that's the right view. I, it's I, not. Of course, course it's course, not. Yeah, and I tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, you should tell them to but go they, fuck themselves. You know, but their idea is if I have somebody like Ted Cruz on, what I should do is immediately punch them in the nose right, when yeah. they walk and, out. And God forbid you share a laugh <laughs> over something. Right. But that's not that, that's not going to that doesn't not get anybody exactly. anywhere. No. I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it, but I, and then I you know saw some of the stuff. But um, look. I, I wouldn't probably vote for Ted Cruz, but Ted Cruz is right. no idiot. I mean, he's a smart guy. Well, and that could be... And you can totally yeah. disagree. No, he's very Harvard and Yale. He's very yeah. smart, which makes him, if he's evil, all the more evil. Mm. And I've seen him be evil. Not evil, but um, just not the direction I want the country to go. Um, and, and nakedly just taking a position for political gain. I, I mean, you know, he... he voted uh, against the idea that it was a free and fair election in 2020. Right. You know, and I busted him on it for five minutes. I was yelling at him. <laughs> That's still not enough for the people. Right. Like, that is, that is, how could you, how could you yeah. schmooze it up with Ted Cruz? Right. I didn't schmooze it up. Yeah, I did. And then I yelled at him. I, I told him, this is what I agree with you on. And this is what I don't. Right. Isn't that what you would do with any human being if you right. were trying to just get along with them? Yeah. I mean, if you had a neighbor who you only half agreed with, what would you try to do? Destroy them? Own them? No, right. you just try to have a peaceable thing where we're not fighting. Right. Be and, a neighbor and working, you know, with each other on th certain things that we can agree are the common good, like building that fence to keep the Mexicans out. <laughs> no, but that's what. Well, you're yeah, Texas. That's your issue down there is immigration. I mean, yeah. Although we just moved back, so it's it's. Um... It's been interesting to move back to Austin because we were in Colorado for five years and obviously born and raised in Texas and moved to Austin in 1989. It was it, Austin was just a college town and it was the state capital and that was it. Wow. And then all of a sudden, you oh. know, a super nerd at the University of Texas dropped out, but he was building computers in his dorm room and, you know, that became Dell Computers. And so... But those five years that we were gone, I didn't really follow Texas politics and the right. dynamics in Texas. Um, and and having moved back, it's you know you sort of have to. But um, yeah, it's 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 an interesting state. Oh, to, to Austin and Nashville. Yeah, those are the two cities yeah. Great. that have attracted a. Not gigantic, but considerable diaspora of liberal people from places like here. Right. I know some personally yep. who just got fed up with, and I understand why. You know, I once tried to cut a tree down in my backyard and I couldn't do it, and I had a hundred just like them. I mean, California is the regulation state. Yep. Try to just build a shed here, and you're in bureaucracy for years. It's it, taxes are insane, mm -hmm. homeless. I could go on. Um, 
we're not leaving because we love the sunshine and we're dug in here. Look at the day. I mean, but some people do, and they this is where they go. They go to Austin yeah. because it's not like you're in some hick place. It was always cool, right? And now it's cool, and of course, the bigger right. it gets, that always threatens cool, right? Yeah, I have the T-shirt that says "Keep Austin Weird." Weird. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I mean, look, we, you, and I both lived in Los Angeles today, like. <laughs> If this is a country club, it's a pretty fucking nice country club. I mean, how great was today? Like in my wife, like exactly. she, like I, I, it was, it was, it no. was actually getting annoying after a while. You know, I, the, like every hour was like, you know, uh, I, I, I could live here, and I said, you know, it starts out with, I, I, I agree, I could too. Next hour, you know, God, I think I could live here. I'm like, all right, hang on, what the. But she's right. Well, like, what the, the, what the, I mean, I've said this before, but... You talked about taxes. What do country clubs have? Gee, they have dues, right? If, you, if you're if you a member of some right? shithole country club, you're well, right. guess what? No, the dues are really low, Bill. Such a great way to put it, because so, that's exactly what it is. It's so tough dues. shit. You're a member of a really nice right. country club. <laughs> I, so your true. dues are a little higher, pal. Right. It's so true. But Meanwhile, the, Texas, we have no dues. Right. <laughs> but, you know. You got what you pay for. What I love about Austin and the, just the growth and influx of, of people and wealth and all this stuff into Austin. You know, folks would come to Austin for South by Southwest 75. It's like today in L.A., right? 75, sunny, right. no humidity. They're like, this is one of the coolest fucking places ever. Right. <laughs> or they come for ACL Fest in October. Right. Same temps. They're like, this is amazing. Right. But the summer. They're like, we're moving. Right. And I go, guys, <laughs> call me in, don't even call me in August, because I know you're going to be miserable in August, but call me in like when you're trick-or-treating with your kids and you're fucking sweating your face off. <laughs> really? Right. That late? Uh, it wasn't this year. It was actually nice this year, but I have been on trick-or-treats with my kids where I'm like, okay. And why do we attribute this to global warming? You think? I mean, I've lived there long. I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not a, you know, climate specialist, but it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> Look, Austin, Austin has, Austin can there's, have. There's the ad. I'm not a climate specialist. <laughs> well, I'm not. I mean, it's hot, folks. But I, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm also not a climate denier. I mean, I, yes, no, no. but I'm not sure. Oh, it's... But Austin has 100 days over 100. Like, come on, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, and we never used to have that. And of course, I mean, there's weather and there's climate. Weather fluctuates. Yeah. Of course, there are some years that are hot. For years, the Republicans cynically, people like Ted Cruz did this, used the year 1998 as a arbitrary starting point. And then they would, whatever year they were talking in 2015 or whatever, say from 1998 to 2015. Yes, because 1998 was an abnormally hot year. Right. But in the graph, it really sticks out. Because over a century, there's going to be a couple of those things. But the line... Well, That's it climate out, that goes right. in one direction, yeah. and it's going in the wrong direction. I agree. Yeah, I do agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> but I also agree. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now we can argue, and people do, or they should, about like what's the best way to tackle this. You know, nuclear. You know, for example. Totally. You're totally for it. Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. Um. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I am too. And I and I've struggled. Having said that, I'm not a climate specialist, but right. I, I, everything. Well, look, every other. <laughs> go back and compare us with Western yeah, Europeans. And, and nuclear and energy is is. If, we don't need to have a, a be a specialist to have that opinion. Yes, I'm for building which, a new highway. I'm not a dump truck. Right. But know? but but this this is this is an issue of branding. If it was called something else, right? Nuclear energy. If you called it, I don't know. The, the, Bill Energy or whatever, right. it'd be a different brand, right? It's it had, the brand That's has a, a good stigma. point. Yeah, people, it's the same word that we use for nuclear bombs and and, of course, and, and nuclear. other nuclear accidents. Well, it's, just fuck it's, it, just rebrand. We've rebranded everything, Bill. That's yes, I couldn't agree more. They, they, by the way, they 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 rebranded oil and gas. It's now the energy sector. Right, <laughs> you're they right. They rebranded yes. yes gambling gaming. 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 They rebranded yes. liquor. It's now? Spirits. Spirits. They rebranded marijuana. Cannabis. Hmm. We can rebrand anything. Hmm. Ooh, got him thinking. <laughs> How did I stump you <laughs> no, on but the it, no, one but it's, fucking it's, thing it's, uh, that all I've seen you consume? How did... <laughs> uh, <laughs> you were like, hmm, what is the new brand? Right. No, you're right. <laughs> we medical or medical marijuana. You know, I mean, that's obviously a sham. Um, I mean, I, I... Let's just rebrand it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Nuclear Thank is you. a scary kind of yeah. word. But, it, but look, Lance, it's also actually scary. The reason, the main reason that um, this is a problem isn't the branding thing, although you're right, that's in there. The main reason is that when it does go bad, as in Fukushima, right, right. as in Chernobyl, right. as in Three Mile Island, it can go very bad. Right. It's In that way, it's a lot like the COVID lab where they were studying gain of function, uh, where COVID certainly possibly came out of. At, at least we're on that page now. It certainly could have and I think likely was from the lab. Right. Um, is it worth it? is the question you would ask about that. I would say, no, let's not study it. And because if it does get out, we create this super bug, then we've created the thing we were trying to stop. And with nuclear, I would say, well, it's similar. Like if it does go bad, yes, you can have a really existential problem. Can we just do it in a way where, no, you just can't fuck up. This plate is a one-of-a-kind metal poster designed to capture your unique passions. This plate created a 21st century canvas that's sturdy, magnet-mounted, and durable enough to withstand a lifetime of intense staring. But staring is only half the fun. You can customize, collect, and rearrange them at will. This plate has both branded and artistic artwork. They have over 1 million designs available for everyone, including official designs from brands like Star Wars, Marvel, DC Comics, Warner Brothers, and plenty of games and movies like The Amazing Spider-Man. Each product is a high-quality design printed on metal and hand-signed by their master of production. Displate created a unique, easy, safe magnet mounting system that only takes 20 seconds. No need to drill your walls. All you need to do is wipe your wall with a cleaning wipe, stick a protective leaf, place a magnet, and put the displate on your wall. It's that easy. Displate delivers its products worldwide in only four to five business days. 
It's a perfect alternative for standard paper posters that often get damaged. They're also eco-friendly. For every design sold, they're planting one tree. Use the link in the description below. The discount will be applied automatically at the checkout or use code RANDOM at the checkout to get 22% off for one to two displays or 33% off for three or more displays. Why am I telling you about Dr. Squat soap? It's very simple because the soaps you're showering with are shit. The usual soaps really are full of chemicals and things that ruin your skin. If you use Dr. Squatch, say goodbye to that soapy smell which makes people think that underneath it you really stink. Dr. Squatch is special because it is made with high performance natural products, have no harmful ingredients and have you looking and smelling your best. This is the perfect holiday gift, stocking stuffer or treat yourself purchase. <laughs> right now buy three soaps and get three soaps for free. That's $28 in savings, making each bar for four bucks. Offer valid for new customers only and free shipping is included. Right now, Dr. Squatch is offering my listeners a huge savings. All new customers will get three free bar soaps plus free shipping with any purchase of three bars. Just go to drsquatch.com slash random to receive this buy, get three, get three offer. That's drsquatch, D-R-S-Q-U-A-T-C-H dot com slash random to buy three soaps and get three free. It's time to get all the daily routine essentials you'll need to start feeling good and smelling like a man today. You know, when you fly over the country, what you mostly see is nothing. Nothing. You see, I mean, I don't mean that insultingly to the people who live in nothing land. Of course, there are things down there. Right. But it is amazing how much of the country is, I guess there are farms, a lot of yeah. it, or, yeah. you know, just, yeah. Flyover states. Right. And that's not fair because we love many of the places in those flyover states yeah. that we fly to. By the way, I mean, you know, you were asking about me riding a bike the other day. I mean, those would be the perfect places to ride a bike through, right? Just nothing, no cars. You're, well, like, what do I, what is a cyclist or what, you know, when I'm out riding, what is the one thing you don't want to see is a car? Somebody got right. like, wow, I'm just out here by myself. This is amazing. I get this shit to myself. That's amazing. So, Meanwhile, a lot of them are really flat and, and, and hot and windy. Is this why you're moving back to Austin for this kind of peace of mind? Uh, <laughs> I got sick of the, uh, my wife is from Colorado, so she'll kill me for, she knows this, but she'll kill me for reminding her. But the, the seven months of snow and snow on the ground uh, just got too much. So um, it's, it's been good to be back. I, 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 I I actually don't ride that much in Austin just because of the growth. Uh, but, you know, I grew up swimming, so I swim with the team that I trained with before I left. Um, well, I tell you, Austin has the potential to be a really important city in history. I know that sounds like um, exaggerating, but it, it it has, you know, if we're ever going to bring this country together, it'll mm -hmm. probably be in a place like Austin hmm. because it's a very blue place, in a, surrounded by red. I think it's that blue. I don't. I don't know. Austin. I. I, I think that. I, I think that. And this is just my impression, but um, I think it's changed. I don't think it's. I think it's. If anything, it's purple. Right. That's um, what I'm getting at. Okay. But there's. But yes. When I moved there in 1989, I mean, this thing was as bright blue as you can be. Um, and I watched it change over the years, and I watched wealth move there, and I watched. You just yeah. notice, like, look. What the fuck do I know? Like, I don't go around and ask 
like my friends, like I know, I know what my friends are into, but as a parent and you got to go to, you know, the school carnival and all this shit or the, you know, the birthday parties or, I mean, you start to notice over time, you're like, huh, I'm not so sure you've, you've voting for Bill Clinton or (laughs) Barack Obama. And as the years went on and I, so I do think it's, it's, you know, there's, there's a mix there, which maybe that's good to your point. Yes, because there was nothing wrong with voting for Mitt Romney. I'm so sorry. sorry. I just got an ESPN notification. (laughs) What what could possibly be going on? On ESPN? Yeah. Uh, Lance Armstrong just admitted again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, By the way, uh, nothing wrong with Mitt Romney. Oh, I was going to say, right. Give me Mitt Romney all fucking day long. (laughs) Exactly. You know, I look Outside of the, the, you know, I'm not sure how I square up with the religion thing and the, but even then I'm fine. Like just, just give me a self-made real guy who seemingly just gives a fuck about doing the best thing. What's wrong with that? Right. No. And I didn't vote for any of them. Um, but I always looked at it like I always would give the Republican a chance. I just literally thought Clinton was better than Bush and Dole. I literally thought Obama was better than, you know, just down the line. Mm -hmm. But John McCain wasn't a bad guy. Either was Mitt Romney, even George W. Bush. I look back and like, yeah, yeah, nobody was harder on that guy. And he was kind of a doofus. But he, you know, he, there's a few things that made me understand, okay, it could have been a lot worse. And then it got a lot worse. Right. It got a lot, lot worse. Look, I mean, the history is going to look. I just want to go back to that time. Yeah. When it was like, oh, Obama against John McCain. Yeah, I, I, I know who I'm voting for, but it's like, I'm not going to blow my brains out if the other guy wins. Right. And he's not going to run the world weirdly. Yeah. And or, in fact, most people wouldn't know who the fuck was president right. at any given time. Or, look, by the way, he's still alive, right? Uh, d- d- who? W. Let's just use yes. W. So... Ask him. As like, much as he ever was. He's alive, yes. <laughs> well, ask him. Listen, I mean, what does he think? He'll tell you this is insanity. He can't believe it. He, but you're friends with him, right? Uh, you know, I haven't talked to W in a long time, but I I, uh, I would consider myself a friend. I, re- I really... I, and there's well, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And I disagreed with almost all of the politics. But you know what, Bill? At the end of the day... Yeah. No. Here's the. Th- here's the. Here's. He, he here's, wasn't doing it for George here, Bush. Here's the punchline. You know, he, he was it, just it, trying it, to. He thought this is what he thought it, in his Texas fucked up mind. At the end of the day, I really, really like the guy. Yes. You can't be around I'm, the guy. Is so fucking likable. He he's like a he's like a grown frat boy. I fucking love the guy. Okay, that's not what we want as president. Um, no, but that's what we got. Okay, but that that does Look, not make me. I'm, I didn't realize. I'm trying any, to make up with him, and you just ruined it again. <laughs> <laughs> he's not really a frat boy, is he? He's listen. Let me give you a great Jesus, story. I... This is a great story. So, 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 W got really got into to cycling. It's in specifically right. mountain I've seen biking. Him, yeah. So right. he had this ranch outside of Waco, um, uh, and, and uh, he invited me up after the Tour de France in two thousand five to go mountain biking with him on his ranch. So, I mean, it's the fucking president. And I said. Absolutely, Mr. President. So psh, drive up there, go riding with him. Um, 
and it's it's in August. It's right after the tour. It is a hundred. It's hotter than donut grease. <laughs> and we go out on this we go out on this mountain bike ride, and we get done. And he's got this little his house is you know it's kind of a nice little pool in the middle. He says he says hey you want to should we go for a swim? And I said sure, Mr. President. So okay, I get my shit on, and the next thing you know, he comes out with his, his swim trunks on. And Is this a gay story? No, it's not. Oh, shit. <laughs> but I, 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 I'm already in the pool, and he, and I'm not kidding you, this is the President of the United States of America. The motherfucker dives in the pool and comes up right in front of me, and he says, so, <laughs> who's the biggest dickhead in a Peloton? And I'm and I'm I'm sitting there in the middle of what is what? the president of the United States of America's pool in the middle of Texas, and I'm like, this motherfucker is the most powerful man in the world, wow. and he just wants to know who the biggest dickhead is. This is cowboys and Indians, right? Who's who? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't even know how to answer the question. Well, yeah, you're bringing back memories of Bush now, and yeah, uh, that's it. Yeah, I was trying to like remember him more fondly but yeah and that unfortunately you know i wish i could say well you can separate that from the guy who invaded iraq stupidly you can't really you can't. because that's who that guy is and that's what that guy is going to do don't mess with texas so let's, go, and, the, the, don't don't forget the influence of dick cheney but okay but that itself is a character flaw right but to put your country in the hands of somebody else by, by the way bill i mean I, but, look I, this yeah. was 2004 i was i was the the poor sap who had to ride around fucking europe <laughs> in a jersey that said the united states postal service right right after this wildly unpopular right. world wildly right. i never the thought fucking, of that the fucking freedom fries and all the right. shit people said <laughs> yeah. i'm riding around in a united states postal right. service Jersey, red, so, white, and blue. So what Let's did people go. do? Did they spit on you and like, like yell? Bad? Well, for, not, I mean, yes is the answer to that. But really? Of course. Just because you're American. Well, the, 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 you got to remember, 2004 was tour number six. So I had a good five plus years of doing my own stupid shit to guarantee that these people were pissed. And, and, and keep in yeah, mind, I guess I'm forgetting mind, that. But keep I, in mind, yeah. if you're riding around the roads of France during the Tour de France, that doesn't mean it's all French people. No, I'm, my biggest rival was German, and my second big, biggest rival was Italian. We'd go to the Pyrenees. You know, the, there was a huge team sponsored by the Basque government. They would take over the Pyrenees. So it wasn't like a bunch of French people hating on us. You had it was Europe, but yeah, 2004 is like. Man, they were like, and they knew I had this relationship with the president. So it was, it played into this whole narrative, um, which is, you know, it just is what it is. And, and the crazy thing, because as hard as the Europeans tried to bring me down, they never could. It took the Americans. Yes. It took the Americans. <laughs> of course. It took the, and, and the Americans, it's always, yeah, it's always my, the my it, person it, closest to you. Yeah. And so, of course, um, but Hey, it happened. And, and, um, well, this is, yeah, this country does love the build them up, tear them down thing. They, yeah. they just, yeah. uh, 
It's their little Madonna horror complex. I don't get it. But they they love both those stories and not much in between. Right. But that's also why they like redemption. Like you could run for office now, even though it would it would be like, oh, that's that's un- unthinkable. Not, not, not going to happen. But no, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> suggesting it. And I always try to dissuade celebrities. Yeah. You know, I, I I've counseled Mr. The Rock, yeah. who thinks he can be president. I'm sure he's a great guy, and I hear him talk about his leadership skills. Mm-hmm. That's not what matters, and it's not going to help. Yeah, everybody likes your movies, Republicans, Democrats. It has nothing to do with running the world. Right. The fact that you think you can run the world tells me you have terrible judgment mm-hmm. because you need to know things, not be taught things on the first day. Right. On the first day, you need to know what's yeah. TPP, right. where's Looking, looking around the room like, wait, yeah. wait what, what, what just is happened? Re- what is reconciliation? Yeah. Who's the president of India? You know, I could name like 500 things you need to know. It's an actual, you know, calling government service. Yeah. It's not because the movies have dried up. It's that time of year for your favorite holiday movies. Maybe yours are It's a Wonderful Life or A Christmas Story or maybe Elf. Mine mine is Bad Santa. To make these holiday classics, it takes a team of talented people from actors to editors to props people, the sound crew, and many more. And when it comes to building such a team, whether it's for the entertainment industry or a wide range of other industries, you need to hire the right people. The best way to do that is with ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash random. ZipRecruiter helps you find better employees by using a powerful matching tech and then lets you send them a personal invite to apply for the job. Make your hiring a little merrier this year with ZipRecruiter. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash random. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash random. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Wives very often don't like me because I never got married, you know. I didn't. I didn't know that. I just assumed you had a wife and kids. Really? And the, yeah. I asked Chris when I got here. I was like, I was like, how many how many kids does Bill have? Lance, you're not gonna have to admit something. You've never once seen my show. <laughs> just, no, I've, I've, that's okay. No, hang we've on a second. That, we've been down this road before where you lie and then you have to come <laughs> and then you have to cop to the lie. Reconcile. I just would be more happy if we, right from the beginning, and it's totally okay. <laughs> I, have, I didn't I watch all your races. I don't watch a lot of TV, but uh, I, okay. I see all the clips. Look, I, and I watched no. the whole fucking Jake Tapper thing. I, I, I like the shtick. I um, but I, never but been, I, but it, it, in watching all the clips, I never caught the clip where you said I never got married or I never had kids or I hate women or whatever you said. I definitely didn't say I hate. Women. I know that, but if I, was, I did, <laughs> if I didn't love them so much, I would have gotten married. Um, um, let's see. Yeah. Well, people don't get married either because they don't like women at all yeah. or they like them a lot. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not, not that- no, I, I, I was just glad, too, that I was because there was a minute that I thought I was going to be on the that show. Oh, my gosh. I thought I was like, how am I going to? On real time. Yeah. The HBO yeah, talking, show. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. That no, would no. that'd be bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why this is so much fun for me. Yeah, that thing I love is, your setup. It's amazing. Oh, I and I love getting to 
I, I, when else would I have the opportunity to get to know you? Yeah. I mean, I was like, when they told me that you were booked, I was like, oh, wow. I was like giddy that day. I was like, that is so cool. Yeah. We got Lance Armstrong to come here. Uh, the first man on the moon. Exactly. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, do, um, do you know that your name does? Yeah, I agree. Th- this is how famous you were. When they asked the question of. I saw like, a clip. You guys did a clip. Yes. You asked, you asked some chick yes. on the street. It wasn't was, me. I was showing. Well, I know, but you some, guys. I said you guys asked some girl on the street. I didn't, but no. You said, I was who was showing, the first man on Mars or, or no, the, no, the, the moon? No, and she said. No, no. <laughs> Let me tell it. I lived it. You I weren't was, there. I was, I was showing a clip from TikTok of a guy who right. does a man on the street thing, which is a ripoff of what Jay Leno used to do yeah. called jaywalking. We <laughs> ask regular people questions that should be common knowledge, and it reveals how fucking stupid this country is. Okay, so the question was, who was the first man to walk on the sun? Come on. I swear to God. Somebody did send me this, but I don't remember the second part. And the, the second part was um, um, Lance Armstrong. Of course it was Lance Armstrong. Not only does she not understand the sun part, but then gets the name wrong. It's so perfect. So you played a part in history. But yes, you, your name comes up a lot when that question is asked wow. of uh, Gen Z, who walked on the It boat. makes that whole Icarus thing just even more... Uh, I could I could see us weaving that into this movie we're going to make with Chris Evans, <clears throat> an yeah. Icarus plot, flying too close yeah. to the sun. I mean, yeah. that's I think that's right. That'd be a good name for a, a dog, Icarus. I'm I'm looking for dog names now because my dogs are getting very very old. Hmm, that's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, Lance. <laughs> well, I mean, they don't live you as long. You sound so sincere. <laughs> no, no, we have a dog. What a guy. I'm, <laughs> no, I know, but you've been through. I'm sure you've been through when a dog dies. It's the worst, right? Uh, I didn't grow up with dogs, but oh. we, we we now have a dog. <laughs> well, it's going to die, and you're going to be sad. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But we. I mean, we, Barbara Streisand cloned her dog. Do you know that? Was that in her book just now? It, it, <laughs> it, it, it is out? in her book. I'm sure it is. I have not uh, read it all, although I read some of it, and it's actually fantastic. Um, but she's no, she fa- it's, she's famous for doing it. I mean, she wow. she had uh, a little um, white ball of fur, and 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 then they it cloned. I mean, it's not a it's not a, a sired uh, animal. It's cloned. Huh. <clears throat> so, <laughs> just saying, there are options, and I'd like to show you a few brochures. Okay. No, um, but I'm going to let things happen naturally. By the way, if if <clears throat> You could levitate and go past through that ceiling and go up about 10 feet and then turn around about 10 feet that way, you would see a dog graveyard. Oh, wow. I, I've personally buried all my dogs that I've had. I have four graves. Whoa. They're, they're bowls. I think of, I'll, uh, yeah, sir. I'm going to stay down here if that's all right. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but what's in that? <laughs> <laughs> like now I'm Lance Armstrong now, levitating to well, the dog grave. Yeah, what the fuck? But uh, you know, their their bowls that they use serve as their headstones. Oh wow! And I personally dug the graves because I find it's very cathartic to dig your own dog's oh, grave, wow. and it's not easy because the dirt is not just right. You know, uh, yeah, I don't. There's rocks and yeah. roots. And, by, by the way, our dog's young. I don't. I don't want to think about this. <laughs> That's the same. But so I've been thinking about the dog names that uh, I I want to have them picked with. out yeah. when the new dogs come. Donald. 
Donald is not, not on one the short that's list. on the short list. No. <laughs> uh, but I like Icarus. That is a cool name for a dog. It was and, a great documentary. I don't know if you saw the, the Brian Fogel documentary. Icarus. No. Well, it won the Academy Award for Best Documentary. So About what? About, uh, oddly enough, this is, this is actually a great backstory. Um, about the, the, the government, essentially the government-sponsored doping program in Russia. Oh. So he won, he won the Academy Award probably six or seven years ago. Uh, <clears throat> and this guy reached out to me when he first had the idea. This guy, Brian Fogel, mm-hmm. who now has the little fucking statue on his fireplace at home or wherever the hell, his office or whatever. This guy calls me and says, I have this idea. I'm going to make this documentary and I'm going to take all the drugs that you guys supposedly took and I'm going to prove that uh, you can't get caught, right? You can get around it. And I'm like, this, I don't, I, I don't think I can help you. I think this is a bad idea. Like, I, and I, but that's a bit. So he was saying he could beat the test. Yes. And I said, <clears throat> um, uh, <laughs> who is overseeing? this program for you and he says i have this russian doctor who who of course has become who he's become um and i and at that point i'm like okay this call is over there's no way you have some doctor guiding you through he had the actual doctor who was at the the heart of it all it's an amazing doctor i mean obviously it's amazing to won the academy award but the way he sort of you know, came into this story, unbelievable. So can he? Um, does he? Does he? Can you do that? He yes, you can. He did. Yeah, yeah. But he was it, able to mask it, it completely. It, it, it's a, it's a little. It's not. It's not so much masking. Look, I mean, in the. But you did things. To, I mean, when you're doing them, you're always doing things to foil the. No. No. You well, in a sense, you you would foil the system, <clears throat> but what I always said, and and I'm not trying to justify anything that I ever said as, you know, as as something I would want to repeat again. But one of the lines was, "I've never, I've been tested 500 times. I've never failed a drug test." That's not a lie. That is the truth. There was no way around the test. When I pissed in the cup. And they tested the piss in the cup. It passed. Now, <clears throat> the reality and the truth of all of this is some of these substances, primarily the one that is the most beneficial, has a four-hour half-life. Mm. So certain substances, whether it be cannabis or uh, anabolics or uh, whatever, have much longer half-lives, Right. You could smoke that joint and go to work driving your tractor or, or going to whatever in, in two weeks and test positive because the half-life is much longer. With EPO, which was the rocket fuel that changed not just our sport, but every endurance sport, you have a four-hour half-life. So it leaves the body very quickly. And with a four-hour half-life, you can just do the math. Right. Um, so, but so yes, he did, he did it all. And, and it, it's, it's an ama- amazing documentary. There must be side effects that EPO has about that 
concerned you about your general health? Ill no? effects? So th- there's, look. Um, Nothing. It's every. It seems like every time you do anything inside the body, there is some aftermath yeah. effect downstream. What What is it for the for this one? It, it can't be. It, is it completely natural? It can't be. It's, well, it's not natural. But look, I, I, again, well, just, just, can, just like I'm not a climate specialist, I'm not a. a, a, a well, you know a lot about this. I do know a lot about this, and <laughs> what, what what I would tell you, and I'm not, you know, I hedge a little because of this, um, I don't want to encourage anybody to to do something that they just don't right. have to do. Um, but the truth is, the truth is, you had a drug that was undetectable, that was wildly beneficial to recovery, to to performance and recovery. Both are important, but primarily to performance, your top end, when it's time to race, I mean, 10%. Right. 10%. And as was, you know, as we were led to believe, which I don't disagree with, that if taken under the care of a doctor was, was, well, that's, was safe. That's bullshit because. Nope. What, what, but three words, Dr. Conrad Murray. Okay. <laughs> But well, I'm just saying you can have a die. There are all sorts of quacks who will sign on to anything, especially for celebrities. Okay, okay. So that mean, that okay. one means nothing to and, me. And again, I'm not justifying our, our, our usages or anybody's use. But how do you then understand, right? You you go look at a large pool of of uh, of folks who who did, right? So we had thousands of guys in our generation. No. So, so if there was, whatever it was. Look, whether, the whether, fact that you're sitting here now, all these years later, mm-hmm. tells me just on a common sense level, well, <clears throat> it, it's not that bad. Now maybe your gallbladder will fall out of your ass in five years, but it looks- And then I'll, I'll come back and we'll, I'll be, it'll you know, be- I mean- No, but, we, but the, the testing pool, so to speak, or the sample pool, was large. There were thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of us who made this choice. Again, not justifying that. Um, I, I, I feel like we would have started to hear, you know, that, that people's, what did you just say, fell out of my ass? My, uh, my gallbladder. My gallbladder. I mean, if that were a thing, yeah, but sometimes oh, that would it, be a headline. But sometimes, you know, a hundred cyclists from the '90s right. just had their gallbladder fall right. out would, of their ass. That's what I'm saying. By now, it would. Right. Not after five years. You have to give right. it some time. But I, been, I bet been, that the whatever that shit you were doing hurt you less than the amount of liquor I was consuming in that era. Right. Because that was yeah. my tour de France. Right. Was to get from one end of Sunset Boulevard right. to the next, drinking in every bar. Yeah. Um, well, it and, turns out one of them was banned and one of them wasn't. And one of them, you know, you didn't walk around town uh, or around the world telling people that you didn't no. <laughs> drink from one no, end no, of the No, no, I understand. But I'm just saying. That's the problem. I'm just saying when I look back, I realize like <clears throat> what you can do to your body changes. It's, it's, it's almost too good when you're in your 20s yeah. because you can abuse it so badly right. and still function and get up the next day. I agree. I agree. What you said at the top of the show, like it's, I'm with you. I'm not 67, but I'm not far behind. It's, it's, uh, you know, I mean, I had my daughter's 22nd birthday last night. She wow. was, and you know, we went down to dinner and, and having wine. She said, dad, let's go out. And I'm like, 
No. <laughs> no, come on. Like, I would be, I, the, I wouldn't have shown up today. It's not the season of your life. I would have had that. to cancel. Yeah, no. On one of my favorite guys. I watch no. every show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, you know, I mean, you can only slow it down. You can, this, and you can only run so fast from the monster that is always chasing you, mm -hmm. which is ill health, and it will catch you at some point. So everybody dies of something. Well, unless AI, that's my big hope, I feel very strong and confident that AI is gonna get this done, this whole death thing. It's not gonna get the death thing done, but it's gonna, it's gonna well, help a lot of things. No, well, let's be optimistic, No, well, let's be optimistic, but just, how about we just start with like two different types of cancer? or two different types of diabetes, well, or two different, <clears throat> like it's gonna figure, it's certainly gonna speed that stuff up. And this, well, you, we would hope. I mean, you know, my argument. Are you worried about AI? Uh, I am worried about AI. Like if you just said, okay, if, if, if just say AI, does like, does that strike fear or is that, well, is that a hopeful thing? It's it's both, it's, it's the. Well, which one is more prevalent? Um, because I'm honest, the honest answer is because I am 67, I am willing to roll the dice on all okay. the bad parts to see if it can, uh, because it's been a very long time since we declared the war on cancer. And this is part of my argument always when health matters comes up, uh, yeah. comes up, especially like recently with the pandemic and I totally was not on the page of how the government handled it. Yeah. Um, not being an anti-vaxxer, but you know, that's there's a lot of, um, open fairway there between anti-vaxxer and just, fun, just blindly doing what, oh shit, I knocked some shit in. I didn't want to say I anything, blind, but I, I did <laughs> notice Blindly that, doing whatever I the government says. I did notice a few of those no, things. No, I'm not gonna there. drink ash. I smoke enough of it. But, um, <laughs> you know, they just, they, they cannot convince me that it's a good idea to sit there and say, well, you know, we are the government officials or we have the white lab coats. And so we're just saying, do this, don't ask any questions. When you haven't even figured out cancer mm -hmm. or Parkinson's or MS or thousands of yeah, things. These are way more complicated. What is? Well, just use camper, can't start cancer as an example. I mean, cancer is. No, but I'm just saying, you right. can't have so many, there can't be so many things in medicine <clears throat> that they either don't know or have reversed themselves on. Mm -hmm. And then tell me when something new comes along, no debate. Uh, if you debate it, then you're, you're going against the science. There is no the in science. Mm -hmm. We have to always debate it because we don't know and you're not good at it. You haven't proved yourself to be good at it. Cure cancer and come back and talk to me about yeah. blindly following you. But you can't even get that one. Well, I might, I might, I would probably defend them a little. I mean, the, the cancer. Well, you and your I'm, ball I'm, again. Uh, no, no. Just well, take your ball I, and go been, home. It's like. been 27 years, and I'm still sitting here, and I feel, oh, I feel better than ever. I'm, but, but to the, to, to that point, cancer is one word. Cancer is hundreds right. of diseases. Right. Right. So look, I'm sitting here right now. I'm sure right. you have an aunt or a neighbor or a friend who's surviving breast cancer or sure. you know or, or or somebody that survived prostate cancer these are all different diseases we get tricked by looking at the one word which is cancer no i look i'm very happy and, that and there will not be a moonshot here like nobody's coming in tomorrow going ai just cured 
cancer. Well, it's not happening. You we, know, we have it, to go disease by disease by disease. Okay, but that is, no, I, I don't think that's uh, quite as pessimistic as you painted. I think that, yeah. that AI could do that. Well, that would be great. Yeah, it would definitely be great. I, mean, I don't see why it couldn't, if it if it is at this level where it. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we don't know. But I definitely think that that's something to to have a lot of hope for. Because I I don't I don't mind dying. I just don't want to be the last guy who didn't benefit from the cure for death. You know, like oh, if we did this one day earlier, right. we could have saved Bill Maher, but he died, and then we got the cure on a Thursday. Oh, fuck. You know what I mean? God. <clears throat> Have you tracked the Captagon thing? Captagon, what's that? Exactly. <laughs> what is Captagon? Look it up. I'll well, send I, you an article. I, I can't now. What, just tell so me. Captagon, um, it's, it, and I didn't, just so you know, I didn't know what Captagon was until about a month ago, and I, I did a workout with this author who's really good, a guy <clears throat> named Michael Easter. He wrote The Comfort Crisis and... Uh, uh, just has a new book out, but so we did a workout in Austin, and he was telling me about researching for the new book, and how he had gone. He went to Baghdad to research the the use of Captagon, and I said, "What the fuck is Captagon?" Meanwhile, everybody listening is like googling, um, and and so uh, Captagon is 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 they they call it sort of a poor man's cocaine. It's a, it's a mix oh. between meth and coke. Uh, they found the Captagon uh, uh, pills or tablets on a lot of the, uh, some of the Hamas guys that got killed, they had them in their pocket. Oh yeah, speed, speedy it's, stuff. But it's, <clears throat> but it's All more destroyed. than, but the, there's something about it. And so it's, it's so as Syria fell and, and then what's his face went in and took over all the pharmaceutical companies, he, it's, Syria is basically a narco state now and they're, they're making Captagon oh. and, and all these Hamas guys that went across there, as was the case back in you know, Iraq and et cetera with ISIS, they were taking Captagon. Like Can you get some? No, I'm, <laughs> I don't want I, I just never tried that one. Uh, what time is it? It's oh, time for me to pee. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not done yet. I, I had a few, I no, I had a few, I, I I had a few, no, I had a few more questions. credit when that Chris Evans movie comes out. Who, by the way, who We're the fuck off. is Chris Evans? Chris Chris Evans. E who's Chris Evans? Never heard of Chris Evans. I don't watch stuff. He's a big movie star. He is? Yes, he's Miss Captain America. Oh,